Now, today we read about Bartimaeus. He's a blind beggar of Jericho, as we find out from the story. And what we find out is that Jesus and the disciples are leaving Jericho on their way to Jerusalem. This will be Jesus' last journey to Jerusalem because he's heading toward the cross. They are in the midst of a great crowd. And I have to say that most of them are also traveling to Jerusalem because of the Passover feast. So the crowd is massive. Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, is sitting by the roadside in his customary place doing what he did every day, begging. While he is blind, he is certainly aware of the movement of the great crowd of people moving past him. He hears that Jesus of Nazareth is passing by and this is where our story begins. Bartimaeus cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And immediately, many in the crowd rebuked him, telling him, be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Now we have to ask, how does a blind man, when he hears that Jesus is passing by, why does he cry out to him? No doubt Bartimaeus has heard about Jesus and the miracles he performs, especially the miracles of healing. These are no secret. His words lead us to believe that over time, as he listened to the stories, he, he has come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah and has put his faith in him. Now, can you imagine for a minute how Bartimaeus must have felt when he heard that Jesus is passing by him? The son of David, the Messiah, is so close to him. All the stories he had heard, the miracles, the teaching, probably flashed through his mind and his heart, and he immediately reacts. He boldly calls out to him. Now, many in the crowd probably thought of Bartimaeus as a nuisance, uh, probably that he, that he belonged as an outcast and that he was useless, probably thinking that he deserved his blindness because of sin. That was a popular belief back in those days. Who did he think he was? He had no business shouting to be heard. How dare he? call out to Jesus, and so they tell him, stop, be silent. But Bartimaeus is not about to let this opportunity pass him by. Despite the crowd interference, Jesus stops. Jesus stops. 
He could have gone to him directly. He could even have spoken to him. But he says, call him. Now, we're not sure to whom he is speaking, but I believe that he may have been speaking to the disciples that surrounded him. This is another teaching moment for them. Jesus is involving them, using them to perform another miracle. I believe for us, we can most certainly understand we also are to be about ministry to others, not just standing on the sidelines or just waiting for someone else to step in or waiting even for the Lord to do what he's going to do. Bartimaeus is eager. He throws off his cloak as though he is casting off all that has restricted him. He leaps to his feet, then depending upon those around him, they take him to Jesus. Now these again may have been the same ones that told him to be silent. It may have even been the disciples who were there to help. We just don't know. However it happened, Bartimaeus seized the moment. Now standing before Jesus, Jesus asks him, what do you want me to do for you? There is no hesitation at all. There is no preamble of Bartimaeus's blindness. There is no timidity. He says, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Bartimaeus's blindness is healed. He is given his sight, and with the bold faith that he had already shown, we hear in this story that he follows Jesus from then on. So what do we learn today? Bartimaeus is blind, insignificant, a nobody, an outcast, a beggar. He sits by the roadside day after day, begging from others just to eke out a meager living. It is clear from what we read that as he sat there, there was nothing wrong with his hearing. For he heard all about Jesus. Think about it. As they talk, he listens. Thoughtfully, he reasons, weighing all that he heard, and comes to a decision. In the hearing, Bartimaeus comes to faith. Jesus, he confesses, is the son of David, the Messiah. His circumstances didn't change. He did. He believed. It is also clear that Bartimaeus was familiar with the Jewish traditions and practices. I say this because while those around him that knew him dismissed and ignored him, he was paying attention to what was going on around him. 
He listened. He weighed the evidence of what he heard. He then made up his mind. He came to a decision from heart and mind to the truth as it was revealed by Jesus. In other words, this man was no fool. He was no dummy. He was not insignificant. He was not just idly sitting by the roadside. He cared about more than his own situation and his blindness. He participated in active listening as those around him talked. What we're seeing here is bold faith in action. Not only did he come to faith by hearing, but when he found himself in the same place as Jesus, he called out to him. He acted in faith, and when he was told to be shout, silent, he shouted all the more. His faith caused him to take the initiative, to be bold. He couldn't walk up to Jesus, so he did the only thing he could do, which was to make himself heard. Bartimaeus was not shy. He was not hesitant. He was bold in faith, and he will not be dismissed or dissuaded. Do you hear that? Don't ever be dismissed or dissuaded from Jesus. Bartimaeus' confession of faith was in action. His faith was not born out of a practiced ritual, was not a statement made out of a tradition. It was faith that was born out of the intellect, out of the will, out of the emotion. It was a personal confession of faith, inward and outward, of believing. Jesus was who he said he was. And as he believed, hope awakened in him. Yes, he was blind. Yes, he had to beg. But he wasn't a victim to the darkened circumstance. He was not resigned to his blindness or to his poverty. He didn't live in despair and hopelessness. As he heard about Jesus and the miracles, as he believed, hope sprang up in him. It was born in him. When Bartimaeus flung off his coat and leaped to his feet, he didn't wait to question. He didn't wait. He didn't say, who, me? There was not an instant's delay. Now, I don't know for sure, but him flinging off his cloak says to me, his eyes may be blind, but his heart sees and is filled with hope that is living, active. And that hope causes faith in action. 
he flings off his covering, tossing aside in the blink of an eye all that had been up to this point to go meet his Messiah. Jesus called him. He answers the divine call. He eagerly, joyfully, instantly jumped to his feet to come to him in whom he believed, in whom he had placed his faith. He dared, he dared to believe. He dared to believe in the Messiah and he dared to believe in the miracles of the Messiah. As he stood before Jesus, he simply says he wants to regain his sight. He doesn't plead his case. He doesn't beg for mercy. He simply asks what he desires. The expectation is there that no matter the outcome, it was going to be enough. He was before the son of David, the Messiah. This is the solid food of faith with the power of discerning between what is false and what is true. It is faith in action. He didn't need to see. He only needed to hear. I believe we can see that Bartimaeus has let hope grow in him and live in him as he sat by that roadside day after day. It was this hope that made him ready when the opportunity arose. He didn't give up. He didn't give in. He didn't shut down or shut himself off from his present circumstance. Living hope kept active and alive, fired his faith in the Messiah and made him long for what, what could be, made him long for the miracle he needed, the miracle of seeing. Jesus says to Bartimaeus, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And there it is. Jesus healing him with the miracle of seeing. One can only imagine how he must have felt as he receives his sight. Humble, grateful, as his blinded eyes see. Now he sees the Messiah that he had only heard of. We do know that from that moment on, he did follow Jesus. The story of Bartimaeus should be all we need to understand that faith is not blind, that faith is not shy, that faith begins and is sustained in the living hope that Jesus is Lord, the Messiah, the son of David. Now, spiritual blindness is a condition 
of those who do not believe, who have rejected Christ. They are blind to the manifestations and evidence of who God is. They do not believe or receive the love, the grace, the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. They reject it. They don't believe it. They are truly lost in the darkness of their thinking. It is to them, we, who are disciples, who do believe, we have faith, are set, we stop, we stop, just as Jesus did. We stop. Our compassion should move us to minister, to teach, to invite, to walk alongside that they may come to faith in our Lord. But lest we think that we've escaped spiritual blindness or that we have nothing in common with Bartimaeus, I submit to you today, we should consider the condition of spiritual blindness, which at one time or another has afflicted all people of faith. All we have to do is read our scripture. Seeing spiritual blindness is not so uncommon for people of faith. We've read many times about the disciples and how they just didn't get it. They didn't understand who Jesus was, how they were spiritually blind to his power, to his authority, to the intent and purpose for which he came. The picture of the journey of faith brought to my mind is this. We do, we do love our Lord. We seek to be obedient and faithful. However, there are those moments, those seasons when life becomes heavy, conflicted, and even confusing. Our journey of faith is sometimes arrested by present circumstances and situations. We don't see him clearly. And before you know it, we find ourselves still, sitting, not moving, blinded, if you will, sitting by the roadside. Our mind, our will, our heart, darkened. We don't see ahead. We may find ourselves in a place of where we've been waiting for a long time for things to change, and they just don't. Or we may be weary at the end of our rope. We might say, we just can't do another day. Now, I don't believe that we've actually given up, but I do believe that we sometimes give in. It is those times where we might be experiencing spiritual blindness. It makes me think of the saying, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Our strength 
is weakened. Our energy may be non-existent. Our understanding and knowledge of who the Lord is takes second place to whatever it is we're going through. Folks, dear ones, brothers and sisters, I really hate to put into words the cause of our spiritual blindness, but the truth is we get caught up in ourselves and we are so weighed down by whatever it is we want or what we're facing that we've lost sight. We are blinded to our Lord. We've made us and what we want or what we are going through bigger than him. And we become susceptible, succumbing to our own thoughts and perceptions, which also leaves us vulnerable to the strategies of Satan to bankrupt our faith. What can we do? What should we do? As Bartimaeus listened to those around him talking about Jesus, we too can listen as we read our scriptures, as we study, as we hear sermons and teachings, as we talk to each other. There are three very important disciplines that should be as natural to us as our breathing. Reading scripture, worshiping our God, and prayer. And there is one other extremely valuable practice in times of spiritual blindness. The fellowship with other believers from whom we can be encouraged. Other believers can hold our hope for us and offer it back to us. As Bartimaeus listened, hope, hope came alive in him. As we read and listen to the word of God, as we are reminded of him who we worship, as we fellowship, hope arises in us. We are awakened, if you will, lifted out of ourselves, lifted out of our present circumstances. The darkness of our spiritual blindness gives way to the light of truth. We know Jesus is near us. And we, just like Bartimaeus, can cry out, Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me. I know there have been times when all I could do was cry out, help me, help me. I didn't have the strength or the wherewithal for anything else. But I can tell you, the cry is mighty. It gives life and expression to bold faith. Make no mistake, 
we may have to keep crying out. And through these times of difficulty, it may be more than once. It may be more than a day. But we're stubborn creatures. And sometimes it takes a while for us to get out of our way that we may see him who hears our cry, who is right there, who is near us. We may be suffering spiritual blindness, but faith is not blind. Faith is built upon the living hope, upon the foundation of the truth. Our truth being, we can't see the future. We may not understand the whys and the outcome of the present circumstances, but we know him who is the truth, and he does know us. And for those who love God, all things work together for good. We may not see it, but that is a truth. That good may be something we can't comprehend. Maybe it is something we can't apprehend in the moment. But if we allow hope to be the way of bold faith, we will see him. We will be before Jesus as Bartimaeus was. We come. We tell him what we want, and then we trust him. I want to encourage you today. I pray the Lord use Bartimaeus to enter into your story today. Do not allow weariness to weigh you down. Do not be discouraged. Do not be dismayed. Do not be intimidated. Do not be resigned as though there is no hope. With bold faith, wrestle for the blessing of coming before the Lord in whatever state you are to pour out your heart, to cry out to him. Letting your faith be bold and courageous to stand before the Messiah, the Lord. In Lamentations, it says this, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. In Hebrews, it says, I'm sorry, this is from Nehemiah. And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Lord, our God, Jesus, 
is our portion. And we can say, great, great is your faithfulness. Let hope arise, firing your faith in him. The joy of the Lord is our strength, and that joy gives strength to believing, which will put to flight our spiritual blindness, giving way to bold faith, giving way to faith like Bartimaeus. And like him, with humility and with gratefulness, we recover our sight. Our faith will make us well. We will see Jesus. We will stand before him. Jesus, the son of David, the Messiah, who is our Lord and Savior, hears us. Amen.